This is Channel 253. Citizen Tacoma podcast is sponsored by Alaska Airlines. I'm Jenny Jacobs and I fly Alaska. To book your next flight, go to alaskaair.com. I'm Jenny. I'm Doug. And we are the Citizen Tacoma podcast, empowering an informed electorate. I thought we were informing an empowered electorate. In in the the city city of destiny. Hi, Jenny. Hi, Doug. Hey, folks. I pulled the fast one, and an interview that Marguerite did on Move to Tacoma with Jenny, I brought over to the Citizen Tacoma podcast. Hope you enjoy it. I'm Marguerite, and this is Citizen Tacoma. And I'm here today with Jenny Jacobs of the Citizen Tacoma podcast. Welcome, Jenny. Thanks, Marguerite. It's so interesting being on this side of the table. This is very nice to have you here, and I'm, I'm glad that you were willing to come on down and share your journey with us. I am ready to share my journey. It's interesting because like, I kind of feel like I know this story, but I'm, I feel like I'm about to discover that it, I only know like a part of it because I haven't been like <laughs> super plugged into your process. So I'm actually really looking forward to learning about kind of what you've been doing with the Citizen Tacoma podcast and civic engagement and kind of what your motivations are and your goals going forward. All right. Well, when did you move to Tacoma and why? Well, I grew up in Puyallup. So when you live in Puyallup, you sort of think you live in Tacoma, even (laughs) though we know that's not true. So it seems like I've been here my whole life. Um, I went to BLU, so didn't get far out of Tacoma for school. And then kind of lived in a lot of different places, Seattle, California, England, and ended up buying our first house in 2005 on the hilltop. Awesome. So you've lived on the hilltop, and where do you live now? I live on the North Slope near Lowell Elementary. And, like, what's your take on those two neighborhoods? Um, we had a great time living on the hilltop. It was a wonderful neighborhood. We never had any of the problems that perhaps people who don't know what they're talking about might assume you would have on the hilltop. Um I enjoyed living there. Basically, we needed a bigger house. Um, We're ready to kind of move on up. That's the only reason we left. It was we were there for uh, six years, I think. So. And you've been in your current house in North Slope for like seven years. Seven years. So you stick around when you move places. (laughs) Yeah, I think we're not moving anymore. (laughs) Putting down some roots. (laughs) Yes. Yes. Well, so. How did you end up being a politics podcaster? It doesn't sound like your background is like in political science. You've never run for office. What was the impetus for starting a podcast that's all about interviewing candidates? And yeah, what is your podcast about? Like, how would you describe what your podcast is about? Well, after the tragedy of the 2016 election. (sighs) The day that will live in infamy. Yes. Um... Basically, I wanted to do something to um, get smarter about local politics, Mm. and um, um, we are friends, so I I knew of of podcasting, and um, basically, I was commuting a really long time during that time, and I went back into the archives of Moved to Tacoma and kind of got caught up on all the episodes I had missed and all those really cool, lengthy history episodes and whatnot. Mm -hmm. And it occurred to me whilst listening to all of these podcasts that you, 
Marguerite, even though I know you're not interested, are very well positioned to run for office because you have interviewed all the movers and the shakers and all the decision makers. And I've always had it in my mind that I wanted to run for office someday. Um, and I just thought, how about if I try to interview all the movers and shakers and form those relationships and also kind of learn what I need to learn on a podcast because maybe other people would be interested in that too. So do you feel like when you started the podcast, do you feel like you were idealistic? I think I was a great pod listener. And so I had an unrealistic um, view of how easy it would be to have a podcast. I think That's really interesting because I feel like you like hit the ground running with your podcast. Like you have a radio voice and like, <laughs> so I think that's very interesting. Oh gosh. I think it's really a lot harder than I thought it was going to be. And I'm yeah. super critical when I listen to it before I post it. And I, <laughs> I hear where that's I should have, I should have pressed harder on topics because at, in in the moment, I'm really worried about what I'm going to say next and what the next question is going to be. Mm. And some of those episodes, we were asking the same questions of different candidates in the same office. So I was, mm. I was um, preoccupied with that. And so then I go to listen to it later and I think, why did I let him <laughs> say light rail in five years? Why did I let him say that? I knew that he couldn't, that that wasn't a thing. Where was my follow-up question? Where was my follow-up question in that moment? So... So I hear you being a little bit hard on yourself about, like, learning to be an interviewer and, like, mm. all of that stuff. But You are really good at being an interviewer, Margaret. Oh, girl, thanks. If you're not listening to the Move to Tacoma.com podcast. <laughs> I mean, all they're the listening to it the right beginning. now, Jenny. <laughs> I know. Exactly. But what I'm saying is that you were really good at it from the beginning. I just took Matt Martinez from CanCX's advice, which was to ask lots of stupid questions. And it never fails me. I have an endless <laughs> well of dumb questions to ask people. So my question now, like you, you're talking about logistics, but what about like, I mean, I'm just going to, I'm projecting a little bit onto you because I also had like a really impactful experience during the day that we live in infamy last year. Mm -hmm. And I thought, okay, so I have this podcast where we just talk about Tacoma stuff and could that be deployed to like educate and empower citizens about how government works so that we can maintain control and impact our own communities and like be, you know, engaged. So not feel so overwhelmed that we do nothing. Right. Right. And that was kind of my thought as I got a little more political with my podcast. You started a completely politics only podcast. Are you idealistic about politics? Because I'll tell you, we've been doing this for 10 months. Like the, like that that shift has happened. Yeah. And, and I'm completely disillusioned. Like I'm I'm a little bitter even. Yeah. Like and you still seem like super jolly. So tell me, like, <laughs> are you broken? Um <laughs> I am broken frequently. Yes, I'm very, very, uh, I'm very sad and very disillusioned about, especially national democratic politics. I'm, but like, I'm I mean, focusing about... local in Tacoma. Okay. Like, like you, you, you have this podcast that's focused on Tacoma. Do you feel like it's what you thought it would be, or do you feel like it's? Um, okay, so no, I don't think it's what I thought it would be, and I think that it's it's a lot um, nicer than. I, I guess what I mean is I think a lot of my episodes were – and I'm not saying this to be like <laughs> begging for compliments. But I will say that I am aware, listeners, that at times my episodes are quite boring. And I think that the reason is I'm trying very hard to be nice. I'm trying very hard to be a good host. And I don't mm -hmm. mean like – 
radio host, I mean, like these people are very busy and they took time right. out of their day to right. come and sit You're down. You're being respectful. Be respectful. And so I'm being very careful about what I ask and they are being very careful about what they answer. And sometimes those episodes are just like so damn boring because like nobody's saying anything You're saying like there's all. no heat. There's no heat at all. So I guess maybe I, I envisioned myself as this like... Oh, I don't know, a social justice warrior that was going to, you know, <laughs> make change. And I think a lot of that just didn't happen. Like, That's so interesting because I would say, like, even just like with your, like, I mean, you aren't, a, you know, it's, you're not like super confrontational trying to catch people in a lie. Like, you're not doing any of that crap. No. But people reveal themselves all the same. Like, I don't yeah. think it's boring when you have a straightforward conversation. Like, these people can't help themselves. They yeah. say what's on their minds. Yeah. And, even if you don't cross-examine them, they still reveal themselves, right? Yeah. Yeah, for sure. There's a um, famous uh, interview that Sarah Palin and uh, Katie Couric did with Sarah Palin mm. where she just, like, tossed softballs at Sarah Palin the whole interview. And Sarah Palin, like, crumbled. Like, that was yeah. when she said she could see Russia from her house and all that because she was – Katie didn't attack her in any sort of – way that was like, let me show you all that I know about this issue mm -hmm. and what you don't. She just threw all these softballs at her and let her miss. This is Nate Bowling, host of the Channel 253 sister show, The Nerd Farmer Podcast. Channel 253 is brought to you by Alaska Airlines. But here's the God's honest truth. I'd be telling you how great they were even if they weren't sponsoring our podcast. If anyone from Alaska is listening, please don't take me up on that. But really, I've been singing the praise of Alaska for a long time, ever since I started flying them regularly. I discovered Alaska is definitely the airline for me. I don't go to travel sites. I don't shop around. I stick with the hometown airline. I like their mileage plan. I like direct flights. I like their efficient service. I like their flight attendants who are really friendly. I like their craft beers. And so help me, I love that cheese plate. The next time you want a great cheese plate at 30,000 feet, go to alaskaair.com and reserve yours today. And if you need to fly somewhere, they can probably help with that, too. I'm Nate Bowling, Alaska Airlines MVP, and I fly Alaska. So, I mean, I guess the question I'm trying to ask is, do you feel more hopeful or less hopeful about the people who represent us in local government and uh, the machine that puts them in place? Um, both. <laughs> I feel <Excellent>. hopeful. <laughs> I feel hopeful because of the people that I've actually met and spoken to mm. and, you know, there are everybody who's been on the podcast have been just like really excellent public servants who have yeah. the best wishes of Tacoma at heart. And it's they're really smart. And we're so lucky that they are doing this. Um, on the other hand, it's become really clear to me that um, the, uh, the process of running for office is not accessible at all. It takes a lot of money and a mm. lot of time and connections. The, connections and you're just never going to get the kind of diversity you might be wishing for well, in Meredith that Well, talked about that yeah. in your interview, and, and she did not win. She did not win. And, you know, and one thing, maybe this is a little bit of a pivot in the conversation, but one thing I really observed, somebody told me before the election season kind of got going, like, Facebook is not the electorate. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and there is, like, a popularity contest that's happening on the Internet, mm -hmm. and you see the returns come back, and it has nothing to do with that. So, like, winning on Facebook isn't enough to win in Tacoma. It's very true. Like, do you have any insights about that? Um, well, yeah, I think that um, it appeared throughout most of the mayoral election that Jim had the the great wins behind him, and he ended up losing by eight points. Mm -hmm. And I don't think that was obvious on Facebook at all. Mm -hmm. 
That's int- I, I wonder if that's our news feeds because I really felt like everybody I knew was like very clearly supporting Victoria and like my 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 news feed was like a sea of Victorianness and this is mm. the the whole thing they talk about with like bubbles right like with yeah. what happened last year and like. Well, I think, yeah, we do operate in a bubble because, I mean, I, I always tell people when they come on the podcast, like, thank you for coming. Yeah. Really glad you're here. You should know that the only people that listen to this podcast are the most politically engaged people in Tacoma. There's right. nobody who's just casually, casually for funsies listening to Citizen Tacoma. <laughs> like, that just doesn't happen. So if you want to make an impact with the, you know, how how many people do you think? I mean, if it's just average listeners, then it's yeah. like one to 2,000 or whatever. Yeah. Those one to 2,000 people who actually care and are going to talk to their friends, then this yeah. is where you want to make statements. And I, yeah, I think sometimes it was still pretty dry and boring anyway. I don't, I don't, I don't think that's true. I, I wonder, like, if you were to think about, like, knowing what you know now, and we're about to go into a really big election year. 2018, mm. like, on the national level is going to be a really big deal. But locally, <clears throat> too, like, there's races in our state and there will be, of course, initiatives and yeah. all kinds of things that are going to come up this year. Like, what, what is your intention for the year for the podcast? Like, how... You know, what are you going to do differently than you did last year? Or will you do everything just the same? Well, um, I think we've talked that we're going to start interviewing candidates for the 2018 election um, in May after they file. That's mm-hmm. when we'll know who we who we can interview. And mm-hmm. if we're doing approximately once a week, that basically takes you all the way up to November with um, all the candidates who will be running and all the initiatives and right. what that. You'll stay so, busy. Yes. Yeah, so up until May, though... Um, we're, we're open to ideas. Please reach out to us. <laughs> um, but um, I have a few ideas about what we'll do up until then. I kind of want to call it, in my mind, Good Citizen Tacoma mm. and um, come up with episodes about how we can all be better citizens in our community. Right. Um, I know that personally uh, volunteering seems a little bit – it's just seemed, I'm afraid. I'm afraid to – approach anybody and say, I want to volunteer because you just never know like what is expected of you, how much time they need. So I want to do some... I just hate busy work. (laughs) I want to do some episodes possibly where we reach out to local organizations in Tacoma who are looking for volunteers, have me go and like spend a day and Mm. then come in and have that, have their volunteer coordinator talk about the kinds of opportunities they have available. That's cool. Um, I want to have... (laughs) <laughs> some people back on to talk about their uh, experiences in retrospect. Mm. And um, I'd love to do a proper disaster prep episode, maybe get Eric Holdeman back in here if mm. come. <laughs> um, <laughs> so, that man knows his disaster prep. <laughs> yes, he does. So, yeah, we're just going to keep ourselves busy till May. If you're taking suggestions. I like, am. I would, I would think, like, it's between now and May, it's filing time mm-hmm. and like initiative signature gathering time. Like, mm-hmm. how do you do that? <laughs> like, I have yeah. no idea, like, what the process is for signing up and what the process is for getting an initiative on the ballot. And mm. like, I'd be very curious, like, what the process is and what the timing is and who you really need to get into bed with in advance if you want to be a serious candidate. And if you're not going to take that route, like how you win as an outsider. Like, I'm very curious about those kinds hmm. of things. Noted. Are you taking <laughs> notes, Doug? No, I was just going to say, Jenny and Doug just made meaningful eye contact. <laughs> <laughs> so, like, what's your favorite thing that happened this year? Hmm, on the podcast. Or in its periphery. <laughs> in its periphery. I'm sure your um, children did many beautiful things. but um, Yes, children <laughs> were beautiful. 
Um, well, I think that I was pretty pleased in general with the election results. Um, it was really cool how many listens and downloads um, Kristen Ang got yeah. because she was pretty unknown, I think. And that I hope um, she runs for something again. Me too. She was really, really great. Um, she was one of our all-time high listens, mm. and I, uh, she's reached out to me to say thank you and mm. just that we were able to create a lot of buzz for her towards the end of her campaign, and she only ended up losing like by three points or something. So wild considering Amazing. how entrenched her opponent was yes, and supported and by just sort of came, machine. Yeah, and that she came from way outside. Yeah. So that was that's pretty cool that we maybe affected some change there. Mm-hmm. It's exciting. That's pretty rad. Yeah. Anything else? Hmm. Um, I'm stoked about all the new restaurants that have been opening in Tacoma. <laughs> Aside from politics, <laughs> Aside from the politics. restaurant boom is in full swing. Yes. Um, we live nearby the Rhine House and we were just there last night and it was mm. very dark and rainy and gross outside and it was so warm and twinkly inside. Mm, and we have that highly recommend that. That's awesome. I'm going to remember later about the things I was excited about after we're done recording. Yeah, that's what always happens. <laughs> I think that's just normal. <laughs> so when you when you think about like a big goal for next year, is there like mm. a big get that you'd like to have? Like is there somebody you'd love to have on or like some impact you'd like yeah. to make next year? Like putting it on your vision board? Yeah, well, we're working on Maria Cantwell. What? She's, she's going to be running um, wow. and she reportedly wants to um, reach out more in Pierce County. So hopefully we'll get her. We've got some connections to her. So. She'd be a fool not to come. She'd be a fool. That'd be really, really exciting. I really admire her a lot. So that would be great. Well, best of luck to you well, next year you. with your Sisson engagement podcast. I think it's totally <laughs> badass, and I can't wait to see what you do next. Oh, thanks, Marguerite. Thanks for coming on, Jenny. Mm, thanks for having me. Thanks so much for listening to Citizen Tacoma podcast today. We are part of the Channel 253 network where you can also find the Move to Tacoma podcast as well as the Nerd Farmer podcast. And the Flounders B-Team podcast. If you'd like to reach out to us about anything you've heard on the show today or if you'd like to suggest a guest or a topic, maybe there's something you've been wondering about that maybe we can investigate for you, please contact me at jennyjacobs253 at gmail.com or hit us up on Twitter at Citizen Tacoma. Citizen Tacoma podcast is sponsored by Alaska Airlines. I'm Jenny Jacobs and I fly Alaska. To book your next flight, go to alaskaair.com. This is Channel 253.